Yo, welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live, your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, pneumatic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and say that's exactly what we're living through. Anyways, kind of, uh, not kind of, big news, uh, huge Forbes expose on the situation that's going on in Binance, right? A lot of people got spooked what happened with with uh, with FTX, also a reputational uh, reputational damage. And there's a massive amount of outflows, a lot of Bitcoin going out of Binance. We're going to cover all of the details. But the theme of this entire episode, right, it's going to be one single theme, right, is stop trusting other people with your money, whether that is Bitcoin whether that is dollars. Problem is like, look, with fiat currencies, you know, Michael Saylor said this many times, right? Like when he, when he does his things, it's like, if you store, like it, you can, if you have a full battery, right? Full power, right? And you put that in a cabinet, over time, that battery bleeds out, right? It bleeds out. And think about cash or money in a bank, right? You put, you, let's say let's not put money in a bank because it doesn't depend on the bank. Let's say you 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 take some cash and you put that cash and you bury it in the ground, right? Over time, that cash is going to lose value, right? So <laughs> think about what is something that if you buy that Bitcoin, earn that Bitcoin, mine that Bitcoin, and you take that Bitcoin into self custody and you look back. And, and you, you know, you don't touch it for 10 or 20 years, right? The question that I have for you guys is, is that Bitcoin going to maintain value, that purchasing power? Or is it going to increase in purchasing power? And then think about what other asset could do the same thing. Fiat currencies, absolutely not. They're designed to lose value, okay? You can make the argument that gold could potentially do that. Um, but is it going to hold... Purchasing power like Bitcoin, that's that's a big question. And then number two is how feasible is it to get a bunch of gold bars and bury it in the ground? <laughs> like, especially if it's a large amount, like gold is very, very heavy, right? Are you going to do that? The storage of that. Now, compare and contrast how easy it is to write down 12 or 24 words, right? And then you realize that Bitcoin, there is nothing like Bitcoin. And it, it, let's let's sprinkle in the shit coins in here because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are that are new and be like, hey, you can write down, you know, a seed phrase for 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 crap coins and you could kind of do something similar. But it's still dependent on another group of people like you're still dependent on developers to not hard fork it. You're still depending on the developers to not blow the thing up and to not change the monetary policy to benefit themselves. And historically that they've always done that. Like you can even make the case with uh, Ethereum. Ethereum had a chain rollback. Ethereum migrated to proof of stake. Now it's 60 to 70% of the validators are actively centering for a branch of the US government. Why the why the Ethereum developers not talking about this? What, why is Vitalik not screaming off the rooftops of this? Because I, I, think, I think it's a grift. I think, I think he cares about his own bags, right? So that's what really makes Bitcoin unique, right? It, Diogenes says it, right? Gold is hard to secure. And that's what makes Bitcoin unique. Now, that being said, I want you guys to pay attention to that throughout this whole episode because the news bit and the numbers bit 
exactly the same thing happened. Don't get distracted by the specific circumstances. Pay attention to the fundamental problem, the fundamental issue. And it's the same one, whether it's Binance, whether it's banks. And this problem is stop trusting other people with your money. That's, it's a very simple problem. That's the issue. That's the thing. If you stop doing that, if you take that personal responsibility into your own hands, we will change the world. Enough people take Bitcoin into self-custody, things change, and there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Anyways, Opti, how you doing this fine Wednesday morning? Well, you know, another day in paradise, uh, another day doing the dream job. So it's just, it's absolutely, absolutely awesome to What's be here. What's that hat about? What, what, what are you wearing? Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, if you know, you know, just, uh, if you know, you know, oh, Opti's being mysterious. Uh, you know, my friends know, my friends know what's going on with the hat, but Hey, okay. uh, it's not Bitcoin company, but anyways, anyways, Nico, Nico's, Nico's diverting our attention away from the stories today. Uh, I think we're, we're on the same sync. Uh, we're in sync again, as always, we don't even really prepare what we're going to say in the news or the culture, but we got to comment on what our do you mean we, we don't prepare. Of course we prepare. I mean, I mean we don't, we don't, uh, oh, we don't, we, we uh, yeah, we don't yeah, coordinate. We, we don't, we coordinate. don't coordinate. Sorry. Yeah, forgive yeah. me. Opti can't speak. Um, but we got a comment on our YouTube about self custody. So we're going to go into, uh, some hardware signing devices, good choices and options for self custody today. So again, why are you trusting people with their money? Don't do that anymore. Take your Bitcoin into self-custody. And I'm going to cover some, some of my favorite hardware signing devices today so that uh, we get that signal out there. Awesome, dude. I'm really looking forward to this episode. It's going to be a rip. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the news. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody, that's right. If you're not running your own node, you're trusting someone else's. And that's, that's the theme, guys. Stop trusting other people with, with copy of their blockchain. Stop trusting other people with the storage of your wealth, keyword there. Now that we have the technology, we're, that doesn't need to happen anymore. Um, and you could do that, obviously, by taking Bitcoin into self-custody and by running or using your own copy of the blockchain and you could do that by running your own node which is just a very fancy way of saying you are running your own bitcoin software you're not using someone else's the bitcoin price at the time of recording is 17,364 the sats per dollar 5,759 block height 771,467 reachable bitcoin nodes 15,192 blocks of the happening 68,533 Having estimate April 24th, 2024, total Lightning Network capacity 5,187.2 Bitcoin capacity value around 90 million US dollars, a realized monetary inflation 1.76%. And the market capitalization of Bitcoin is at $334 billion. Very, very, very nice. Anyways, guys, so I saw this video before uh, I'm debating, should I give you guys... Yeah, so I saw this video. I want to play it for you guys, and then we'll talk about it, and then I'll give a little bit of some some background context. But basically, is it what it is? It's it's a man in Lebanon 
trying to get his money out of the bank. Now, pay attention to those words, trying to get his money out of the bank. Is it really his money if he can't get if he can't get it out or is it the bank's money of which he has a claim to? And now think about how having your money on exchanges works. It's something very similar, right? Anyways, let's check it out. So you would think, you would think you're like, Nico, what are you doing? You're showing people shooting and trying to get into banks. Like what, what does this have to do with anything? Put yourself in their shoes for a second, right? All the money that you've ever worked for, you worked your ass off, you spent time and energy, your family's future independent. Desperate situations call for desperate measures, right? I'm not trying to justify it, but what I'm trying to say is this could all be avoided if people just took self-custody of their wealth, right? It's a lot easier said than done, of course. But let's take out the inflation rate of Lebanon as well. Right. It's sitting right now at 162 percent, 100 and around 152 percent right now. And let's take a look at some. Uh, let's take a look at the situation in Lebanon. So this is uh, an article by Al Jazeera it says, quote, Lebanon's bank, Lebanon, Lebanese banks to close indefinitely as holdups continue. And this was dated 7th, October 2022. And that video seems like it just came out recently. Anyways, goes on to say Lebanese banks have decided to close their doors to clients indefinitely. Two bankers have told Reuters amid an unprecedented wave of holdups by frustrated depositors seeking access to their savings. I'm, I'm going to read that last part, right? Lebanese banks have decided to close their doors to, clo to, to, to clients indefinitely. So you trusted me with your money. We're going to close F you. And remember... This has happened in the United States, too. Back in the 1930s, there was the infamous bank runs, and that actually led the government at the time, FDR, to implement the FDIC insurance, which was meant to drive up confidence in, in Americans. The FDIC insurance, if you walk into an American bank, there's a plaque always, right? It says insure, your deposits are insured up to $250,000, right? And again, it's meant for confidence, Right. So it uh, goes on to say the two sources told the agency in, on Friday that banks would continue urgent uh, operations for client and ba back office services for businesses, but front office services would remain suspended. Banks closed for a week for about a week last month in similar circumstances, but reopened at the beginning of October to allow employees to withdraw salaries. In mid-September, a young Lebanese woman, Salih Hafiz, was lauded as a national hero after forcing staff at a BLMO bank branch in Beirut to give her thousands of dollars from her own account by waving a replica gun in order to fund her sister's cancer treatment in the hospital. That is, uh, you want to know why we're here? Like, you don't want to know, like, when we talk about Bitcoin revolution, we talk about it, right? We're like, ah, but talk about it. We show the memes, we laugh and love, whatever. You want to know why we're here? That's why we're here. What I just said, like, that is why we're here. That, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting to be able to save in the money that doesn't steal from us, 
of which we have sole custody of. And anybody that is against that is against what I just read. So when you hear Christine Lagarde, when you hear the IMF, when you hear that schmuck that went on the Joe Rogan podcast, Bitcoin has no intrinsic value. I'm going to read it again. In mid-September, a young Lebanese woman, Sally Hafiz, was lauded as a national hero after forcing staff at a BLMO bank branch in Beirut to give her thousands of dollars from her own account by waving a replica gun in order to fund her sister's cancer treatment. So she was pushed to such a desperate level that she had to do something drastic for the hope of saving her sister's life. Like, that's why we're here. I, that, that, that's what Bitcoin's all about. That's what this revolution is all about. That's what self-custody is all about. Why did this happen? Because, unfortunately, a lot of people that have lived in the fiat matrix for the majority of their lives, they, they, they have no alternative. They, they have no alternative. That is the alternative. The alternative is... You have to use a bank in order to store your wealth, right? You're not going to be walking around with suitcases of cash, right? And nowadays, if you're walking around with suitcases of cash and they find you, they steal it, and then they think that you're, uh, you're, you're, you're committing some type of crime, right? So this is why we're here, right? Those examples is why we're here. And when you hear someone talking crap about Bitcoin and how Bitcoin is useless, how Bitcoin uses too much energy, there you go. There you go. Send them that. Send them that and they won't have a response. They, they don't have an answer to you. Their answer to that type of problem is that the IMF needs to get involved, give them a bailout, give them a loan. We've been trying that for 50 years and the things keep happening. Maybe it's time to try something different. Maybe it's time to use a system that is decentralized. Maybe it's time for individuals to take back the custody of their, pro of their money and stop relying on centralized institutions that for centuries, literally, dude, it's been, a f it's been a century at this point, at least, uh, you know, in the 1900s and 2000. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? If this was a good system, this wouldn't happen, right? So, and then I know what a lot of people are going to say in developed countries, like, hey, you know, like, no, it's never going to happen in... In the United States, it's never gonna happen. It's like you have financial privilege, bro. You live in one of the you live in the minority of countries that has a stable financial system and has a stable currency. But that isn't the case for the majority of the people on this planet. What about them? Talk about them. Because that Bitcoin there is not what Bitcoin is here in the West, right? Bitcoin here, we see it, we're like a part of the, you know, part of the revolution, you know, say best saving technology, best whatever. It's like we've all heard those things before, right? But you can make an argument it's a luxury. But in the developing world, is not a luxury. It is a way to live. It is a way to put food on the table. And if anyone is against Bitcoin, that is what you're against. What uh, the example that I just read, if you're against, you're vocally against Bitcoin. You are against that. You are against this young lady's potentially an ability to be able to save and pay for uh, her sister's, you know, cancer treatment without fear of confiscation, censorship, debasement. So not only does she not have access to her Lebanese bank account, she also has to deal with 150% inflation. You can't argue in good faith 
that Bitcoin is not a better alternative to that system. You can't look at me in the face and make that argument. It's undefensible. You can't, it, you, you, it, it doesn't make sense. The only way it makes sense is your, your concern is not actually people that live in high inflationary environments. Your concern is about keeping the establishment, keeping things the way they are because it benefits you. That's your main concern. It's not so much the well-being of other people. Now, the beauty of Bitcoin is that the incentives are aligned. By me saying this, acting in my own self-interest, so is Opti, we could all win. That's the beauty of Bitcoin. The incentives are aligned. In the fiat system, the incentives are misaligned. There's a few that benefit, and everybody else, figuratively, gets caught holding the bag. Like a shitcoin. It is literally like a shitcoin. In fact, fiat is a shitcoin. Yeah, man. Incredibly touching story. So sad about the people of Lebanon, but I have hope. And that hope is Bitcoin because this is going to ask, this is going to force more and more people to ask questions and seek alternative to that system. Imagine if stores in Lebanon started accepting Bitcoin. Imagine if people started bartering in Bitcoin rather than relying on this archaic system that's fucking them over right now. And it's absolutely disgusting, dude. It is disgusting. It's despicable. And anyone who defends that system is anti-human. You don't know what you're like. It, use, look, a lot of people, they care about equality, right? You want to talk about equality? Let's, uh, let's talk about Bitcoin. Let's bring Bitcoin into that conversation because that ain't equal. That ain't equal. What that is, is rules for, do you think the CEO of that bank has to wait in line? Do you think he has to be pushed to that desperate measure where he has to shoot the window of 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 this of of this bank? Like do do you think he has to like buy a replica gun just so no, he has different rules. Do you think the politicians of Lebanon play by those rules? No, it's just the average everyday person. The average everyday person is exactly what Bitcoin is for. And Bitcoin everyone is equal. No one gets special treatment. You want more Bitcoin? You got to mine it, you got to earn it, or you got to buy it. Like everybody else, doesn't matter if you're Michael Saylor, Naim Bukele, you got to play by the same rules as everybody else. What is more equitable and equal than that? There is nothing. It doesn't exist. So yeah, man, absolutely, an absolute travesty what is happening. But at the same time, it fills me full of hope because I now, now I know that there is an alternative that really does fix that. Bitcoin fixes that. It's not a matter of does Bitcoin fix that. It's a matter of awakening people to this tool that a lot of them, I'm sure, are not aware of. And anybody that is against this tool, man, I don't know. I I I don't want to say anything uh, too drastic. I'll, I'll I'll say it nicely. Anyone who's against that tool is evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're acting out of their own self-interest. They're acting because they want more power. That's what it's all about. It's about power. It's about controlling people. We must force these people to answer to those examples. We must, for, we must bring it up to them and say, hey, what do you think of this? What, what are your thoughts on this, Christine Lagarde? What are your thoughts on this World Bank? What are your thoughts on this IMF? 
because they're hell bent on the adoption of Bitcoin in developing countries, but they never have an answer. They don't have an answer to inflation. They do not have an answer. So is it really about the well-being of developing countries adopting something? Uh, 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 you know, like we must stop them from adopting Bitcoin because it's going to be bad for them. Is it really about the well-being of those countries or is it really about maintaining the current status quo? What's it really about? And the beauty of Bitcoin is that it reveals all incentives and it doesn't matter how big the institutions are. It is what it is. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? I know I went a little bit long, but... Well, first and foremost, hold on. I think you deserve some of these. <laughs> and then uh, I, I think I also, I think it's also fitting that I, at first, uh, just just uh, outsource my, my first response to the soundboard as well. Remember when Nico said this? You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom. <laughs> It seemed fitting today. And before I get into my thoughts, shouts out to Mike Denver. He gave us a super chat, two Canadian dollars. He said, one way to get rid of your filthy fiat, try it. So perfect, perfect. Appreciate it. Um, well, my thoughts on first and foremost, like, yo, those videos were next level. You know, like that, that's in, that was insane to see. Um, and, and, you know, heart wrenching and, and absolutely just, I, I don't know, man, as, as a Bitcoiner, um, even before Bitcoin, I I've always been one of those persons that just didn't trust banks. Uh, cause I knew that like instantly once I gave them my money, it wasn't my money. And like I said, before Bitcoin, I, I, again, I was one of those people that metaphorically put their, uh, their, their dollars under their bed just cause I, again, didn't trust banks. And now I have Bitcoin and I don't have to do that. I, I can opt out of the madness. I, I don't have to ask permission to use my money. I don't have to ask permission for someone to hold my money that will abuse that, uh, that trust. And so this is why we Bitcoin. And, you know, I, I could never do justice to the whole Nico Jones rant that we just had. But shouts out to the people in Lebanon. I, I really do hope that more people get their money out of banks and into Bitcoin because this is the, the, the feature of Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin is permissionless. I don't have to ask you uh, whether I can move my money. I, I, you know, I can send my money where I want to. I can send it anywhere. I don't need permission for from any middleman in regards to my money, uh, once it's in cold storage, once I have the private seeds to my money, uh, it's my money. And, and you guys won't steal from me and I won't have to go through the bank runs that are inevitably going to happen on the, on fiat standards. And, and furthermore, the, the inevitable hyperinflation of that currency. I mean, shouts out to the people of Lebanon. I'm the inflation rates over there are absolutely insane. And, and, you know, like there seems to be no end of it because the politicians and the central bankers will continue to print more money and continue to stay the, on the fiat standard. So, you know, I just hope mo more people are waking up to the message that Bitcoin is a solution to this problem, a very real problem. Like there is a use case to Bitcoin and it is this shining example right here. Banks are not to be trusted. Do not keep your money in a bank. Uh, you know, hyperinflation is the inevitable end of fiat, but we have the solution. It is Bitcoin. Boom. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to some awesome super chats. Thanks, Mike Denver. One, he says, one way to get rid of your filthy fiat, try it. Love that. Next one. Thank you. The coin father. Appreciate it. Much love. He says, put this digital toilet paper into your Bitcoin wallets. You guys are OG pioneers, educators, and doing a wonderful job peeling the veil from the eyes of everyone that has been blinded by the government for years. So very, very kind of you, man. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for all, all the love. 
Anyways, guys, let's check out let's check out the daily news. You have a lot to talk about. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, all right. Oh, wow. CZ's got you. He's looking at you. He's looking at you. He looks guilty in that picture. They always do that. Like, the media always does this, right? Like, they'll put, like, some crazy topic... And then, you know, they'll put like a picture that kind of like matches that, right? You, now that I've pointed it out, you'll start to notice. Um, so like whenever there's an article that talks shit about someone, like take a look at the picture that they chose. Um, so anyways, uh, Binance, in all seriousness, though, there is a ton of uh, signal in here. And, and I covered the Lebanon news on purpose, right? Connect the dots because they are related. Okay, they are related. And the, the fundamental thing that relates them is that the, the, the foundational thing that relates them is not your keys, not your Bitcoin. If you're outsourcing the responsibility of your wealth, you're trusting someone to be ethical, right? You're trusting also on government to at least set up a framework in order for these things not to happen. But the inevitable conclusion of that or the consequence of that is bigger government bigger regulate more regulation because they, they have to enforce those regulations somehow right now what is the alternative the alternative is everyone just takes their money and holds their own money like that is the alternative right that's what bitcoiners advocate for right and don't let anyone tell you that that somehow is dangerous that's bullshit i think it's more dangerous what just happened in lebanon i think that is more dangerous i think that that that, that affects people more than them holding their wealth. Most people do. They just, they, they, you know, they want to have a family. They want to be able to get food. Like, is that bad? Like, is that bad? Like, and of course, this is what they're going to try to say. Anyways, so check out this article. Name of the article. It's Forbes Digital Assets is a publication. Binance is bleeding assets 12 billion gone in less than 60 days. Goes on to say, Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, is struggling to hold on to assets. In the wake of the collapse of rival FTX, investors have been pulling their crypto in recent weeks, despite assurance from, C uh, from CEO CZ that the situation has stabilized. Outflows are accelerating. Customers withdrew a net of $360 million on Friday, according to data from crypto data firm um, Delthema. On December 13th, Nansun, a separate crypto data firm, broke the news that Binance had lost $3 billion of assets over the previous week, representing 4% of the firm's total at the time. A Forbes investigation revealed that, in fact, Binance lost 15% of its assets since a Twitter posting by CZ on the same day he downplayed the Nansun report's withdrawals. Still nearly a quarter of Binance's assets left the exchange in less than two months. That is absolutely wild. Forbes reached out to Binance, seeking comments for this story, but did not receive a response by publication time. Now, I know what a lot of you guys are, are, are thinking, right? It's like, Nico, like, they still have 75%, but you have to understand, right? We don't know what Binance's books are actually. Are actually. They haven't been audited in a long time because they haven't taken investor money in a long time. 
So you are taking their word that they didn't, they aren't selling Bitcoin that they don't have. You're also telling, taking their word that they didn't use a lot of the deposits to speculate themselves on the market because that's what FTX did, right? FTX was selling Bitcoin it didn't have and, and the bear market led to losses. And when people started withdrawing, that led to a bank run, meaning FTX was fractionally reserved. So we don't know if Binance is. That Lebanese bank, for example, clearly they ran into that, that same problem. So it goes on to say, none of these assets, we don't know if the Binance assets are backed one-to-one. -one. You're trusting someone, just like the Lebanese people didn't know, right? Just like the people that invest, that, that, um, that deposited in FTX didn't know. Like, see the problem here, right? Very basic problem. Stop trusting other people with your money. Because if you're not, if you're going to continue trusting other people with your money, like what is the definition of insanity, right? Trying the same thing and expecting different results. This is insane. This is insane. And the only thing that is stopping people is because they don't want to take a little bit of personal responsibility and learn, you know, learn how to take self-custody. Is it really that hard to like learn how to use a hardware wallet? Like the Jade, right? Our sponsor makes it incredibly easy. Right. There's other hardware wallets that make it easy as well. Right. Like it, it's not that hard, dude. It's not that hard. Like, it's not that hard. Um, because if not, like the, 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 you know, the, the alternative is you outsource that wealth, which is fine. Right. Everything is, everything works perfectly when shit hasn't hit the fan. It's when shit hits the fan that things start to break. But at that time, at that point, things are way too late. Right. Things are too late. Remember what Alex Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius, was saying, right? He's like, oh, those Bitcoin maxis, they're they're forcing people to take self-custody. Remember when he said that? Like, <laughs> and, and it seemed like at the at the time when everyone was making money, everything was going up. At the time, it's like, yeah, those Bitcoin maxis are assholes. Things had to break. We got vindicated. But in the process of being vindicated, it's bittersweet because a whole lot of people got wrecked in the process. What we've been banging from the rooftops back then and now is not your keys, not your Bitcoin, period, full stop. You can't change that. And I would even add to that, said not your keys, not your wealth. Anyways, investors' lack of trust is best seen in the performances of BNB and B, uh, Binance, uh, BUSD, the two tokens bearing the exchange's name. BNB lost 29% of its value in the past two months. Forbes estimated that leaves about 29 million of the token at Binance, 51% less than disclosed by the exchange on November 10th. Meanwhile, the number of BUSD stablecoins at the, sh at the firm shrank by 40%. There's also more subtle ways in which Binance seems to be losing trust and influence. While net assets dropped by 24% since November, the investors in well-known tokens like Matic, Ape, Gala, parade their assets at the exchange by 40 to 50%. Although it remains the largest cryptocurrency exchange by volume, Binance is not unscathed by the nearly year-long decline in digital assets. Its BNB token is down almost 37% from 12 months ago, according to Nomadic Nomics, and the exchange decision to stop changing fees for spot Bitcoin trading at the market. Faltered costs is about $3 billion a year in lost revenue. 
CC himself contributed to the demise of FTX in November when he announced on Twitter that he was planning to sell his holdings of the rival of the rival exchange FTX tokens, then worth about $580 million. Anyways, goes on to say, and I want to read this last part. It goes through the data, right, of all the the all the exchange withdrawals, the percentages, the numbers. But back down here, and I want to connect this with what I was just reading just now um, in terms of the, the Lebanese case, right? At the very bottom, it says investor takeaways, right? It says the bottom line is that a growing number of Binance investors are leaving the exchange or sharply reducing their exposure to it. This sharp drop is taking place at a steady pace without much media attention or market reaction. What makes this story significant is that by its own inertia, Binance is getting close to a precipice where the soft run on the bank could intensify. You hear that last part? Called it a run on the bank. How is that any different fundamentally than what is happening in Lebanon? How is that any different? Fine, you could say, Nico, one is one is Bitcoin and shitcoins. One is a bank. It's different. No, but but it's not. If you look at it very basically, the Lebanese people trusted those banks with their money. And, you know, the shitcoiners and maybe some Bitcoiners, I have no idea, trusted CZ with, with their money. What I'm trying to advocate for is stop trusting other people with your money now that we have the technology that allows you not to have to. <laughs> but <laughs> so how is that any different? Right. And, and look, here's the thing. That story is as old as time. It's old as time. It, it literally has happened over and over and over again. Bank runs 1930s in the U.S., the remember the the during the pandemic like everything that was happening people were freaked out we must take out and then the fdic insurance lady she came out in a video your money is safe here it's like okay fine <laughs> why do you have to endure that why do you have to trust that lady she's not incentivized to tell you the truth she's incentivized to tell you something so that you don't pull out your money out of the system so that you don't blow up out of the system the people that are supposed to tell, like, supposed to be the guardians of your money are also not incentivized to do a good job. They're incentivized for you to keep your money with them, which is why that bank in Lebanon, they just closed their doors on the guy. They just closed their doors and it's forcing people to do drastic things like, you know, use violence and, you know, use guns and whatnot. How about you just... Be the person that you asked when you access your money. You're the only one. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need my money. Or, or what? Or, or crazy case, right? What if you live in a totalitarian country? What if you live in a country where the government is taking haircuts off, uh, off, off, off the bank accounts, like what happened in Greece during the financial crisis? What, what, what if you live in those countries? Because it, there, the government, the state is going to tell you, leave your money in the bank. But what about you? What about your family? What about all the time that you spent, the money that you spent, the, the time and energy that you spent building up your savings? That's never talked about. That's never talked about. What's always talked about is the, it's the, 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 the bank of Greece, the central bank of Greece, the health of the central. What about the health of the individuals of the people of Greece? What about the health of the individuals of the people of Lebanon? What about them? And it's talked about like this, like like it's some like na like law of nature. These things must happen. I disagree. These things are happening because the whole fucking system is rotten to the core. 
the, the rabbit hole that I've been going down the last couple of months, right, is the inflation rabbit hole, right? And I'm like, be going in my head, I'm like, is inflation necessary? Is inflation whatever? Because it's like, dude, I don't, I don't have an economics background. I don't know. But like, I, I do have common sense. And it's like, I don't think so. Why do I not think so? Because I've been on a Bitcoin standard for a minute now. And like, it's been awesome. <laughs> I really recommend it. Deflationary lifestyle is dope. Um, now I can only imagine what what the rest of the world being on this inflation uh, deflationary lifestyle is like. I think a lot of the world's problems are caused by the fact that inflation is stealing from everybody. And I have no idea how I got down to this rabbit hole, bro. But like, man, CZ, Lebanon, all of this stuff, it is history repeating itself over and over again. We now have a chance to change that, like break that cycle completely. But it all falls down to us, us individuals to wake people up to this alternative, to this better technology. And if you have a family, you have older members in your family that you're like, yo, they're not going to get a technologically savvy. Take responsibility and be that Uncle Jim for them. Be that Uncle Jim for them. It's time. It's, oh, it, we have an opportunity over the next 10, 20 years to fundamentally change the world for the better without coercing everybody, without forcing people, without getting people to, to vote and politics and whatever. No, 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 no. All you got to do is very simple. Hey, yo, there's this better, this is better money. It's going to make your life better. All you got to do is opt out, write down 24 words, put it on a hardware wallet. Bada bing, bada boom. You win. I win. We all win. It's great. It's phenomenal. Right? When has that, that's never been the case. Any other po political movement, there's winners and there's losers. Okay, fine. You could say, oh, there's losers here. The central bankers, Christine Lagarde, like, what the fuck does it matter, bro? Like, she, her system hurts people. It steals from people via inflation. Our system is dope. It doesn't steal from anyone. You want to own, own Bitcoin, be happy versus own nothing and be happy. Like, <laughs> the, the options are clear, man. It's very obvious what, what, what direction we should go. Anyways. Opti, what are your thoughts? Guys, I have to run in about five minutes. Opti's going to hold it down. But Opti, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I know I went, a bit, of, I know I went dude, a bit of a rant. Go on. Go I, on. I got emotional, bro, because that 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 thing, that, that Lebanese example in the berry, it triggered me, bro. Like when I read that, I was like, holy cow, this is so sad, you know? And, and it reminded me, I'm like, this is why we're here. This is why we're here. This is why we show up every single day. Well, first and foremost, again, outsourcing my responses today to Nico Jones rant. Get you to 300, I'll woos. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I think you summed it up pretty well at the end. And this is a this is a verbatim quote. Our system is dope, Nico. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, this is something we say all the time on the show, and and it's a Bitcoin meme. It's a Bitcoin trope at this point. You know, like don't trust, verify, call the bluffs on these exchanges. Take your Bitcoin into self custody under a private key that you control. It's as simple as writing down twelve to twenty four words. You know, whether it's on a mobile wallet, whether it's on a hardware signing devices, it. it in my opinion, it's a very simple process. 
And this is why we do what we do as Bitcoiners. Like, what's the saying? Uh, a sly roundabout way to opt out of the fiat system. Like, we have this, guys. We say it every single day, or at least I pretty much say it every single day. We have that freedom tool now, and it's called Bitcoin. And it's only a matter of time till everyone wakes up to what we know. It's like you can't trust banks. You can't trust crypto banks, shitcoin banks, because they're all the same thing. They're recreating the fiat system on the blockchain. And you don't have to. Take your Bitcoin into self-custody. Custody. Again, if I can do it, I am almost positive that anyone can do it. it you know, self-custody is as easy as, you know, sending an email, basically. Like if, if you can if you can remember words, uh, any English word, you can remember your seed phrase. It, it's a very simple process, man. Um, I'm reminded of a, of a tweet that, that we put out there. Like you can do it little buddy when you take into self custody and, uh, we got a response. It's like, imagine saying this about making a phone call. Like it's really a lot harder in your head than it is to take Bitcoin into self custody. Yes. There is a learning curve. Yes. You know, like Bitcoin is hard until you realize that it's a very easy process. And, and it's like a, it's a, it's a thread that I have on my Twitter pinned. It's like Bitcoin is hard until you understand why you hodl and then it's easy. There, there is a certain amount of uh, mental uh, exercise that you have to do. Like there's a mental leap that you have to do after your first Bitcoin transaction. But after that, man, it's very simple. It becomes second nature and, and you don't have to trust anyone with your money. This is, this is why we as Bitcoiners continue to repeat the same mantras. Take your Bitcoin into self-custody, not your Bitcoin, not your keys, because it doesn't matter whether it's a, it's a fiat bank or a shitcoin bank. They are all the same and you don't have to trust them. This is why we Bitcoin. This is why you take your Bitcoin into self-custody. This is why you use or you write down your, your seed phrase and you're the only one that controls it. Like you don't have to play this game anymore. It's, it's a it's a feature, not a bug, guys. Like we have the tools now and it is Bitcoin and more people just need to know that. Hold on. You're, you're muted, Nico. You're muted. We have the tools. People just need to know that. I 100% agree. Like we we, we have the winner. It's just about educating people, getting people to wake up and realize that because they're so conditioned to winner, you know, the winner takes all. We're, what we're advocating for is like, hey, in this system, everybody could win, right? Everybody could win, right? And and that, you know, and especially if you've been conditioned in the fiat system for so long, that could be a very hard pill to swallow. Anyways, guys, I will see you tomorrow. Opti's going to hold it down. He's going to absolutely kill it. Opti, it's all you, my friend. Sheesh. Let's get to the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Well, Nico leaves me and he's already trying to cut out the culture today. It's not the meme review. We're going into the culture. <laughs> Anyways, um, on this point, uh, again, me and Nico, Nico and I don't really coordinate our segments. Usually we do have a rough idea what we're going to talk about, but today it's very fitting. I got this comment yesterday on our YouTube and, uh, 
I, I thought, you know, I, I'll take today on the culture to to cover it. So shout out to Gus. He commented, hello, guys, sort of new to the channel. Any chance you guys can make a video about Bitcoin only hardware wallets? I'm confused as to which is best for me. Average American guy here, middle class income, nearly a whole corner. Don't know exactly what to get. Thanks. Uh, first and foremost, shouts out to you, Gus. Shouts out to you for continuing to stack sats and, and continuing the self-custody journey. First caveat, try not to tell people you're a whole coiner. Uh, you know, uh, lean into the boating accident <laughs> meme. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. But anyways, uh, on this point, what are my favorite Bitcoin only hardware wallets? Uh, as a lot of Bitcoiners say on, on Twitter, Bitcoin hardware signing devices. And, uh, you know, we're doing our best over here on Simply Bitcoin to when we tell you guys to take Bitcoin into self-custody to not only give you the mantras and the memes, but also give you guys the tools that we like best. So uh, first and foremost, I do have some here. Uh, the, this is not a complete list, but these are the ones that I use, that I like, that I enjoy the most. And I will cover some of the trade-offs and, and some of the differences. And of course, uh, there, there is certain trade-offs to, to these hardware signing devices, to these Bitcoin hardware wallets. And they're, they're at different price points. And so this is why I gave a few options. And these are my favorites at the current moment. Of course, as new Bitcoin hardware wallets come out, hardware signing devices, whatever nomenclature you want to use, I, I will continue to update this. But at the current moment, Gus, these are the wallets that I love, that, that I'm using, that are part of my self-custody setup. So first and foremost, I got the jade here. It is, you, you can see it's uh, it's translucent green. That's why it looks like it's an invisible one. Uh, absolutely love this. This is the newest one in, in my repertoire. And the reason I'm starting with this one is because I think this is the best, best price point for a Bitcoin hardware wallet, hardware signing device. It's 50 bucks, bro. Like the, the amount of engineering that uh, Blockstream has put into the Jade, I think it's absolutely beautiful. And for the price point of 50 bucks, I don't think you can beat this uh, this is probably the the best way to take your Bitcoin into self-custody and start that self-custody journey. I think this is the wallet that I'm going to start to lead most of my Bitcoin uh, newbies friends down because of the price point. You know, uh, you said you are close to becoming a whole coiner. But one thing that I've understood is like, you know, most people are stacking a few sets. Maybe they have like a thousand dollars. Maybe they have five hundred dollars in into Bitcoin, fiat dollars into Bitcoin, and then you tell them to go buy uh, one of these other wallets that I'm going to tell you, and it's basically like half their stack. And you're, it, it's kind of hard to sell to people. It's like, okay, you know, you have five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Now go buy this two, three hundred dollar hardware wallet, and they're like, man, I'm really that's that's a lot of money for most people. So. $50 price point for the Blockstream Jade hardware signing device. Absolutely love it. You can see it's got a camera on it. Uh, I, I guess I could, hold on. I, I could, here, let me let me turn off the green screen for a moment. And you can see the Blockstream Jade in all its translucent green glory. Absolutely love the colors. Okay. Next one is one of my favorites. And again, the price point is, is very good for those starting out, but it's also DIY, it's off the shelf, and you don't have to send your information, your address, your name to a Bitcoin company. So the next one is the seed signer. 
You can see even got a 3D printed seed signer case on this one. This is all off the shelf. I think it's getting very hard to get Raspberry Pi Zeros right now, but this is one of my favorite, favorite wallets out there. It's stateless. Uh, it uses the camera so that you can scan a QR code to get your seed phrase and there's nothing ever on this. You can you can pass this around to you know multiple people in your family. You can Uncle Jim everyone. You can just get one device, and everyone can save their own seed phrase, their own QR code that they can scan into it. And you know you you can pass this around to anyone, and you and you don't have to be afraid of losing your wallet or or your Bitcoin. And uh, again, this one is a DIY wallet, guys. So you have to build it. I know there is some companies out there where you can buy them pre-made. Uh, you can make them look very cool. There's a bunch of different ways to make it. I don't have any toggle, you know, little toggles on here, but soon enough I will get one. So this is my orange seed signer. Again, at the price point, at least when I made this, I think it was like 60, 70 bucks when I made it. I think the, the Raspberry Pi is becoming very hard to get right now, but highly recommend this one because, you know, it's off the shelf parts. And who knows where you're living right now? I, I'm guessing you're an American, Gus. You said you're an uh, average, average American, you know, middle class. So, you know, maybe these aren't your concerns. But if you are around the world in a country that is not so Bitcoin friendly, you can get all these parts sent to you and you can build a hardware signing device for yourself. So the second one is the seed signer. Uh, and the third one, I think for most Bitcoiners, this is the wallet that we love, that that most people think is uh, the quintessential uh, pinnacle of Bitcoin hardware signing devices or uh, Bitcoin hardware wallet. And it is the cold card. It is everyone's favorite Bitcoin calculator. You know, it's it's transparent as well. This one is awesome. This one it looks cypherpunk. It, it looks like an old calculator. And I think this is kind of like the industry standard. Again, at the price point, I forget what how much these cost. I think they're around like $200 right now. If 200 uh, fiat dollars right now. It might be a little more. I, I forget exactly how much they are. But I think for most Bitcoiners, they highly recommend the cold card and I would also highly recommend the cold card. And so this is why I, I you know, I brought some options for you today because Gus, uh, you're going to have to kind of make the choice for yourself. You're, you're going to have to do the little bit of research and, and, uh, you know, figure out the trade-offs for yourself, understand what price points you want to buy for, for your hardware signing device, how much you want to invest in, in your self-custody. But I mean, it sounds like you are, as you said, almost a whole coiner. So maybe you are thinking of getting very serious in your self-custody journey. And so maybe you want to jump headfirst and get yourself a cold card. The beauty of this though is you can get all three and you can go heavy and set up a multi-sig wallet using, I don't know, one of my favorite wallet or signing coordinating devices, Sparrow, out there. And you can get them all together. And then your, your, uh, your Bitcoin self-custody journey is as secure as possible. But, you know, for, for most people, you can just get one of them at a, at a difficult pass code, passphrase as your 25th word on it, and you'll be good to go. So, Gus, I hope that answered your question again 
We're going to start with the Jade. $50. Absolutely love this. I'm going to recommend this one to most people out there to take their first journey into self-custody. The next one is the Seed Signer. I think this is one of the coolest projects out there. Off-the-shelf parts, DIY, and just super cool, stateless, scanning the QR. They're pretty sure they're the first one to get the camera up on there, and uh, they're starting that movement. And then, of course, the cold card. Uh, there is some other some other honorable mentions like the foundation passport. It seems pretty cool. I think sexy. Um, you know the 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 Bitbox uh, Bitbox O2. That one's pretty cool. Uh, there's there's a few other ones, but the three that I'm recommending today is the Jade, the Seed Signer, and the Cold Card. Again, at the price points, I think these are the best ones. These are what I use, and I, I highly suggest this for you guys, Gus. So I hope that answers your question. If you have more, ask us on the YouTube, and I will do my best to cover them all. We are getting spammed over there, so <laughs> it's hard to get everything. But I hope this helped you out, Gus. Have a good one, and let's get into the meme review. One second, one second. I didn't have the graphics ready. Eesh. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Let's go. All right, boys and girls. Well, this is your favorite portion of the show, the meme review. Drop your meme review score in the chat, and I will cover it live. As we say all the time on the show, tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery. You guys are frontline soldiers in this information war. I am fully convinced that we are in World War III. It is a psyop war. It is a war of information. So, we have the truth on our side. Continue to meme. Continue to ridicule the high-level parasites, the monetary demons. Continue to put humor and truth in art so that the normie out there can realize why we do what we do. We are in a war to win the hearts and minds of the masses. So meme them to death. Continue to meme them to death. Anyways, this first one. Shouts out to Yellow. Uh, shouts out to your prophecy because it does seem like you were correct. And maybe we are out of the bear market. But anyways, Yellow, a.k.a. ICO Offender 2 on Twitter goes, wow, with, with the shock face. And he goes, a Bitcoin hodler's face before and after a bear market. And we have Eminem on the left side, the before and the after. A very worn out Alan DeGeneres. <laughs> savage yellow that is a savage one this next one shouts out to our boy morpheus underscore btc and he says don't be that guy and on this thread of today's show taking your bitcoin into self-custody i had to add this one on the show because i know you guys still don't have girlfriends right now so I'm giving you guys some alpha here. Uh, we got a guy on a phone call and he goes, can we get back together? And we got a girl and she's on her cell phone. She goes, um, no. And the guy responds, how come? And she responds, I told you was going to leave if you kept shit coining. I'm seeing someone now. And the guy losing it on the phone says, why are you doing this to me? And then the Chad Bitcoiner over here, because he said he's Bitcoin only and knows how to self custody. <laughs> 
this is the way. This is the way. Okay, this last one, or this next one, sorry, is by at BitPlates on Twitter. And he goes, 24 seed words protect a Bitcoin wallet with the complexity of about 10 to the 76 power different possible word combinations. And to give you some idea of the size of that complexity, there are about 10 to the 80th power atoms in the entire universe. And we have a picture of the universe. Just math is hard and big numbers are even harder for humans. So man, just mind blowing. Actually, here we go. Here we go. This is the perfect response. Just mind blown, mind blown. This next one shouts out to my boy, Joe Rogers, AKA at underscore Joe Rogers on Twitter. And he goes poking around the internet archive this weekend and found this incredible mad magazine from 1971 issue 145 was titled the inflation issue. What the fuck happened in 1971? And look at the mad guy as a big inflation bubble. In this issue, we deflate five easy pieces and the owl and the pussycat. The special inflation issue. What the fuck happened in 1971? Shouts out to W2F in 1971, the website. Or wait, W2F happened in 1971.com. Go check it out. Go spread that information to all your friends and family. This next one, shouts out to the Bitcoin company, one of my favorite companies in the space, literally how I'm surviving lately, at the BTC Co. on Twitter. Bitcoin is beautiful. And you can see we got the Bitcoin, you know, the infamous Bitcoin uh, gold coin, and it it's got a it's got some stuff in here. There's there's some Easter eggs in here. There's like a human, and I don't know, maybe like a farm or I don't know. Bitcoin is beautiful. And on that note, uh, I don't know if you guys caught that Swan Bitcoin documentary that dropped last night. Bitcoin is beautiful. Absolutely great job by you guys again. Bitcoin is beautiful. This next one is by Coinbase Media and he goes, the Federal Reserve achieving price stability and smoothing the business cycle since 1931. So again, you guys tell us uh, we only put six charts on the show. I'm starting the year strong. I think this is my second or third. So I have about three more charts that I can add to the show before you guys start memeing me to death. And uh, you can see 200 years, the Dow gold ratio. And you can see here, Right in the middle, the 1913 formation of the Fed and fractional reserve banking, and we talked about this today, uh, you know, from the 1800 to 1930, a relatively uh, stable rise from the gold standard era in this ratio. And then once we created the Federal Reserve Bank, the Fed, uh, look at all this stability. Look how much stability the has brought to the world in the fiat capital era. Oh my goodness. You, you can't make it up. This is why we bring the memes and we bring the receipts so you can visually make sense of what's going on. And again, actually, maybe I'm bringing way too many charts. That's two in one show. Absolutely wrecked. Shouts out to Matt Odell, at Odell on Twitter. And he goes, major Bitcoin cycles. And this is a, this is a chart by Nidig. And uh, this is just me adding some hopium for you guys as well. So you can see all of the Bitcoin cycles. We have cycle one, we have cycle two, we have cycle three in yellow. And right now we have cycle four in orange. And you can see where we are in the markets in regards to historical statistics. So, hey, maybe yellow is correct out there. And we are about to start that bull run starting the bull, going into 2024 having. So, of course, guys, 
drop your meme review score in the chat. And before I do that, I'm going to uh, shout out our clothing sponsor at represent. I'm wearing the trust. No one orange pill shirt. Get, get, get your guns looking good up in here. Uh, love the merch. Go check out the simply Bitcoin merch line over there before it is gone and grab yourself some simply Bitcoin merch from represent. Anyway, my meme review score today, I think I'm going to do this one. I might get roasted because uh, I, I think it, does have some seed oils but anyways whatever you know gotta live a little bit you gotta live a little bit uh it is some peanut butter and dark chocolate trail mix i am a huge trail mix maxi uh teach me how to eat better trail mix and i will do it anyways let me see let me see no meme review scores yet hold on one second let me see if there's some meme review scores actually i might do i have jeopardy music in here no, no Jeopardy music anymore. Okay, I guess I got to update my my soundboard. Okay, let me see. Let me see. What do I got over here? Here we go. I got one. Rave elevator. I give the memes one IRS sidearm. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, shouts out the shed boy. And he goes, I rate these the bottle I just pissed in stuck in traffic before you ask. Oh, bro. Yo. Savage. Well, you know, <laughs> on the mission, <laughs> I hope we can entertain you still. Okay, this next one. Shouts out the P-Man van. And he goes, I give these memes Opti's rehypothecated peach fuss. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all are savages. Okay, all right. Uh, this next one shouts out the rope. He goes, I rate those memes Opti's fail mix. Which one's that? Wait. Oh, oh, fail mix. Hey, dude, it's delicious. Peanut butter and dark chocolate. Come on, peanut butter and gumballs. Okay. All right. Uh, yellow, shouts out the yellow. I give them a new soundboard. Hold on. I got you. Malaka. Okay. Uh, I think this is just a bunch of L's. I'm not exactly sure what your name is. L -L -L -L. I give these memes two soft kisses on my neck from SBM. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Last one. Shouts out to Diogenes the Great. And he goes, I give these memes a bag of Opti's twigs and leaves he likes to eat. Yes. Okay. I guess, you know, I'm getting roasted over here because I like trail mix. Trail mix is delicious, guys. And I know I'm not the only one that thinks trail mix is delicious. Like, come on. Let's be honest here. All right. Anyways, let's get into the software release. Bitcoin software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by CypherSafe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io. All right, boys and girls, girls and boys, mainly boys. 
<laughs> Today's Bitcoin software release is uh, Bitcoin Dev Kit version 0.26.0. It improves Fulcrum Electrum server compatibility enhancements and bug fixes. As you guys probably know, the Bitcoin Development Kick library aims to be the core building block for Bitcoin wallets of any kind. So if you are a developer out there, if you are looking to dabble in making another Bitcoin wallet, uh, check out the Bitcoin Development Kit. It just got updated and uh, you can go check that out. Of course, of course, guys, we appreciate everyone. We appreciate all the support. And if you want to catch us on audio only uh, channels, we are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. I think we're on every podcasting app out there. Whatever you're using, I'm pretty sure Anchor or yeah, uh, Anchor gets us there. So go check out the audio. And then, of course, we are a part of the Valley for Value economy on Fountain. I told you guys to upgrade your Fountain apps yesterday. I will read your your comment on Friday. Uh, hopefully, Nico will remind me on that one. But anyways, man, thank you guys for supporting us. We appreciate everyone that shows up in the chat. We appreciate everyone that shares us on Twitter. We appreciate everyone that goes on Twitter spaces. Uh, it means a lot to us. Again, if you want to help push the Bitcoin movement forward don't just share simply bitcoin share all the bitcoin only podcast and content out there so more people understand why we hodl why we do what we do it's upon you guys it's upon every single one of us as an individual to get this signal out there as far and as wide as possible i think 2023 is going to be a great year anyways we'll see you tomorrow same time as always and i'll see you in twitter spaces right now peace out guys